a former Mongols bikey Sam Abdul Rahim also known as the Punisher, who was targeted in a drive-by shooting less than a year ago, made a public appearance in a boxing ring last night. Abdul Rahim was shot eight times, while returning from his cousin's funeral on June 25 last year. He was driving his Mercedes in Faulkner when the gunman pulled up in a stolen Mazda and shot him multiple times in the chest. He managed to escape the scene and drove himself to a nearby police station from where he was rushed to hospital in a critical condition. He survived the attack. According to doctors it was a miracle that the former Mongols bikey survived the shooting, and no one was harmed in the crossfire. The offending took place in a public area, in broad daylight with numerous other road users in close proximity. Despite fears of another assassination attempt, Sam displayed immense courage by refusing to back down from the boxing challenge. Sam returned to his professional boxing life in a highly anticipated comeback fight, against Philomoni Naliva Jr., a Fijian boxer. The fight took place on the Saturday 6th of May at Thomastown venue called the Q Room. According to his coach and friends, Sam's story has inspired many as he continues to show remarkable resilience and courage in the face of adversity. After being shot eight times last June, he remained determined to fight back against his enemies and took steps towards reclaiming his boxing career. While many people might have retreated into the shadows after such a traumatic experience, Sam showed the world that he will not be defeated. According to his supporters his decision to step back into the public eye and face his fears is a testament to his bravery and determination. His mates say that his actions inspire many people who are facing their own struggles. By showcasing his resilience and strength, he has shown that it is possible to overcome even the most difficult of challenges. This boxing match was a test of his physical and mental strength, but regardless of the outcome, Sam Abdul Rahim has proven himself to be a true hero. After the shooting and recovery, in October last year Sam aired on John Newman's weekly podcast called You Cannot Be Serious. In this podcast Sam spoke about his near-death experience, his recovery, his boxing career and future plans and also disclosed details on this fight. Here are some snippets from the podcast. No, it had nothing to do with, um, it was all on good terms to be honest actually. So, it had nothing to do with that, to be honest, I still don't know what it is. And as it's before the court, so it's a bit hard to even answer that. With walking around, worried? Nah, not really. You know, when my time's up, my time's up, I guess. As you've seen, I got shot eight times. Yeah, I got four in my chest, uh, two in my hands, two in my ribs. Being, being fit played a big part. Um, I just, I, I actually fought probably what, two weeks before that. I fought yeah, two to three weeks before that I had my fight. So I was extremely fit. <laughs> um, and yeah, my lung capacity could take it, I guess. You don't really feel the pain. You just, it's more like you're in shock. The hell's going yeah. on? I, mean, I, I remember just taking off and driving and thinking, fuck. Yeah, no, because the first one um, hit my eye over here, past my eye. And then all I remember is just, it felt like just punches, copping punches to the ribs. Yeah, yeah I was in my cousin's funeral. I drove myself probably to the, well, after lights or before the lights, I wouldn't remember to be honest. Um, and then after that, all I remember is my mate telling me in the car, Mate, you're fucking, you're bleeding back, excuse my language. Um, he goes, you got to pull over. I didn't realise how bad I was bleeding. Halfway, I was going to, I was driving to the hospital, finishing. Yeah. And then um, my mate pulled up and all I remember has been, I thought I was still on the scene, to be honest. Because I was looking up and I just remember the police standing on top of me and just holding my chest and, and my mate gave me CPR first. The link to this complete video is in the I button. If you want to listen, click on the top right hand corner when it appears. Due to concerns about his safety, 
anti-gang police were heavily present at the Thomastown venue. Hundreds of spectators attended the venue to watch Sam's attempt to win the coveted WBC Asia Pacific title, including ex-Mongols and Sam's good mate Toby Mitchell, Mark Balsillie and ex-Benditos Johnny Two Guns Walker, as well as many prominent members of Melbourne's Middle Eastern Organized Crime Network. Sam dominated his fight back in the ring by defeating his opponent with a stunning first-round knockout in just two and a half minutes. He is now undefeated from seven professional fights. After the fight he thanked his friends, family and associates for supporting him back into the ring. 11 months ago, I couldn't walk, I've come a long way, I've done it, Sam said. I pushed through for my daughter and my family. I couldn't do it without you. Reports about Sam's shooting suggest that the young gunman who carried out the attack quickly fled overseas within 48 hours of the incident. They flew to Middle East via Dubai. Following this in September last year, officers arrested six people including 18-year-old Yusir Al-Qasim, and charged him with attempted murder, stealing two cars, driving while suspended and possession of a firearm. He was also accused of picking up the two shooters from their homes before the attempted murder and dropping them at the Mazda. He also helped them in purchasing a SIM card, and buying petrol cans from Bunnings that were used in destroying the car involved. In December last year, Victoria police obtained warrants to arrest two men wanted over Sam's attempted murder. Both are now living overseas and the officers are working with international authorities to bring the shooters back to Australia for justice. The men will be charged with attempted murder and other serious criminal offences upon their return to Australia. It is being reported that the assassination attempt was orchestrated by senior members of a Middle Eastern crime gang.